We are going to be looking at God's faithfulness. We are going to be looking at God's faithfulness. Many times as we go on with our lives, we sometimes end up asking this question, is really God with us? There are times you can reach in or circumstances and you begin to question yourself, where is God? As we look at this passage this morning, we are going to be even seeing those people who even don't care to ask themselves, where are you, God? To them, when they are faced with any kind of problem, they want to invent their own solution. It goes, the same happens again and again. But we are going to also see that even when you invent your man-made solutions to problems, where is God in all that? Is God in that? Is he there or he's not? So let's go on to study this text, but before we do that, let's go to the Lord in prayer so that he will help us through this. Let us pray. The Lord of all nations, we want to thank you for your faithfulness and your love that is always there for us. Even when we are faithless, you remain faithful. You are so good to us, O oh Lord. Lord, we pray that you lead us this morning. Use your servants, Jonathan and Edward. And also use the congregation as we share your word. Lord, we love you and be glorified in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. I want to thank so much my brothers who went before me as we looked at these themes in the book of Genesis. I want to thank Pastor Mark, Pastor Dan, who went before me as we looked at this book. We remember so well when Pastor Mark was beginning. As he was beginning with those uh, last verses in the chapter 11. And also Pastor Dan came and took us through chapter 12 from verse 1 to verse 9. So we are going to continue to Finish with this text. So I want to begin from verse 2 of chapter 12. It says, as God speaks to Ibrahim. So let's begin from 12 verse 1. Now the Lord said to Abraham, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make you a great nation. 
I will bless you. Era nakuzanga erinyalyo and make your name great. Era beranga mukisa gwe so that you will be a blessing. Nange naba wango mukisa abana kusabiranga omukisa gwe. I will bless those who bless you. No ya nakukolimiranga nange namukolimiranga nze. And him who dishonors you I will curse. Era ne mugwe amawanga gonna magana werango omukisa. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Twaitula bulunji Abrahamu natandika natambula olugendo lwe. Then we continued to see that Abraham begins to go on this pilgrim. Era omulundi guno ogwasigwe omulundi ogwaso kakatonda nga amulabikira okusinzira ku kitundu kino. Kirabika okusinzira ku musumba makobo yali asomesa. Katwa yali yali amulabikira dana mugamba genda. This is not the first time we see God appearing to Abraham he had appeared as pastor mark preached the first time and he told him to go from his country as they were coming from all of Chaldeans and as he was going to Haran God. so we see very well that they come from that land of the Chaldeans and they went to the hand to the land of Haran and so God appears to Abraham and tells him to leave the country he was in to go to the land that he will show him kati abraham natambula nava munseyo nagena munsi eye kanani so he moves from that place and goes into the land of Canaan. Kati omusumba omusumba Dani uyabulya kulunako lwa Sunday wedde Ibrahim yali amazoku tuka munsi ye Kanani. So when Pastor Dan preached to us last Sunday Abraham had reached the land of Canaan. Era mukama najja jali munyolo omusanvu namugamba enseno yesigyengendo kuwa gweneza delio so he come the lord appears to abraham in verse 7 and he tells him this is the land that i will give to you and your offsprings so abraham continued to journey through the land as he continued to see the goodness of the land so that is where we are going to start as he wanders about the land seeing the goodness and the beauty of it as he's still in that land so that is where we are going to start from and we have three points that we are going to look at the, we are going to be looking at three points and the first point is Abraham's trial when he reaches into that land he undergoes a very difficult trial so I want us to look in verse 10. We want to see what was the problem. Verse 10 says, and there was a famine in the land. There was a famine in that land. But as we look at this I don't want you to forget the promises that God had made to Abraham. Abraham yamugamba kana yamugamba vawano genda munsi gendi kulaga. Ibrahim avuddeyo agenze muchi. Agenze munsi. God had promised him and he tells him that leave this country and go to the land that I will show you and Abraham has obeyed that. Era atuse munsi. Tiche wandi subi denga otuse munsi. What would you expect when you reach the land that you were promised? Mm-hmm. So what would you expect when you went into the land that God had shown you? He had told him that 
I will bless you. I will dishonor those I will curse those who dishonor you. Chewani wado subira tikatonda agenda muwa kati emikisa kigenda kutandiko okweyongera. So you would be expecting and anticipating that when I reach this land more blessings would come and increase. Gwabanga bade nente 5 kani tezigenda 10 samu buli nako bugagga bwe yongere sanyu liye yongere omusajja aberenga ayiti mukanga atambulira musanyu buli wabera. So if he had like 5 cows you would expect that they would increase and increase and he would be overjoyed. Mukwano bango wo Luganda bwatuka munsi ekigwawo afuna okugezesebwa okwamanyi. But rather when he reaches into this land he rather gets a trial. Ekizibuchali kino. The problem was this. Enjala yagwa. The problem was that there was famine in the Enjala yakola chi? Enjala yagwa. Enjala okugwa ebisere ebisinga kiva kukyeya. The for famine to come into the land most times it's because of drought. Kati eche ya chakuba. Simanyo bachali kya miyake emeka ne banonye ekyokulya ngate bachiraba. So there was drought in that land I we are not sure of how many years it took but they searched for food and couldn't find it. Eche yake tujukire chali ekinene echali ekemyako omusanvu cheche chali ko kumulembe gwa Yakobo nga Yosefu ali mu Misiri. The other incident that we remember is the one that happened for seven years when uh, Joseph was in the land of Egypt. Echo tuchimai chali chamyaka musanvu ne eche ya chine chakuba munga ibrahimu ayingi de mukanani tetumanyi banga lyacho so that that drought lasted for seven years but this one in particular we do not know how long it took na echi choyino kusoko okutegera omusajjono yaine yaina bwabanga ava mu alani ayingira munsi ya kanani yajjane byobugagga binji But I want you to remember this that when Abraham moves from the land of Haran to come into the land of Canaan he comes with a lot of possessions he, he, he came with sheep and very many animals that he had. He also had very many slaves with him when he came from that land. And also he had his uh, nephew Lot who had uh, very many possessions. Kakati kansoke nkubulie nokera kumachya ngatoyina chogenda kulisante otula wali nosoka no ulirange ndigazikaba ba ba enko ente zigira ngo ngo bulichimu chetaga kya kulia nenga toyina chokola chi chobiwa kulia. So I want you to imagine this you have a lot of cattle and sheep and in the morning you have nothing to feed them so in the morning it will be I don't know how to translate that, <laughs> I'll try <laughs> Yeah but they are crying and mowing and belting whatever Sichichochoka nabantu be wajanabo nabo basabe byokulya tebabirina But not only that but the people you also traveled with are requesting for food that you do not have Sichichochoka Not only that when there is no food you find that most of the animals start to die one by one. So if you if you're humans then you start to eat some of those animals. Mm. But what happens <laughs> what you find happening with most herdsmen is this for them to eat one of their animals or to slaughter it and eat it is a problem he rather dies than do that So wakili akola chi wakili afakali kino kyali kigeze so chinene nyo eri Ibrahimo So this was a very very difficult trial unto Ibrahim Abraham Ngo musajja na ye chenabade neba zakatonda ku musajjono But what I thank the Lord about this man omusajjono tagamba he does not begin to turn back and say I really left a lot of good pasture in her Talowoza je yava alowoza mumaso alowoza kunseno jalimo He does not go back to think about where he came from but rather he thinks about the country that he Echo cha alowoza kochoka That is what he thinks about only Nayinga echigeze so chino 
This trial uh, shakes his heart. It uh, brought turmoil into his life. So as humans, it's natural for us now to ask ourselves, uh, if God has told me, come from this land and go into the land that I've shown you, where is he? Where you have reached into that land but things just seem to get from bad so what you would be expecting is for the rain for it to rain so that your crops continue to flourish but the opposite is happening this becomes your natural tendency to ask yourself where are you God? Are you really there with me or not? Did you tell me all these things and promises? Were you faithful unto them or you were uh, lying unto me? Did you bring me in this land to uh, make me suffer or to kill me? You remember some of the group of people that asked that question? It was, the, it was the Israelites and they asked God, did you bring us to this place to uh, kill us? You would have left us in Egypt at least and we have something to eat. So this trial raises in Abraham questions and also puts him to test. Before we continue in this text, we want to ask this question. If you go undergo a trial, or you face a trial, if you face a certain trial in your life, how do you do it? How do you respond to it? Let's take an incidence where you have a problem and this problem is in your home and it's either your husband or your wife or your children. How do you do it? It's it's easy for you to say, let me go back to Egypt or let me go back to Haran. But Abraham is so calm and we are going to see what he decides. So when you face a, a certain trial in your life, you should see and respond to it in this way. If you will, let's open our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verses 13. This is what you should know. Number one is that this, this trial you're facing or this temptation you have is very common to every man. You're not the very first person to undergo that. There are very, very many people who have undergone that. You may resort to going into your house and crying and crying and shedding all kinds of tears, but I want to tell you this, you're not the very first to go through that. The second thing I want you to remember. You have a faithful God. You have a faithful God. 
you have a very very faithful ne wakati mumbera joyitamwe yokunyigiriza ko ali mukukola even in that trial or temptation you're going through he is still working tasobola kuganya tasobola kuganya okubonya abonye okubona okubone oku okubona okubona abona okusinga woyinza he won't let you suffer or be tempted beyond what you can bear So he only permits or lets what you can manage to come into. He only lets that temptation to come to you if you can manage it. When pastor had a child of 5 years. Hey, the question is Does anyone have a child of five years? Aha tuinawano mama tuinawano tuinawano jaja Joyce ne ne doctor. We have Jaja Joyce and doctor. Osobola kutika muzukuru ekidomula ekidomula lita makumi abiri. This is the question. Can you go, can you go on to Yes. Doctor ategwe. Yes. Nayo tosobola. Can you go on to get a 20 liter jerry can and make your child to carry it of 5 years we tuba anga fa abantu ababi tetusobola kutika abana bafe bintu yebatayinza na yate katondo omulunji omutukuvu yeya sobola kolecho so if we who are wicked and evil cannot make our children carry things that are heavier than them so god only permits or allows what you can manage or handle to come into your life nechilala sagala kulwa and another thing he always puts a refuge or a place of escape atekawo buchi He always offers a way of escape or refuge so that you can keep on being patient. My friends, Ibrahim yafuna okugezesewa. Abraham gets a trial. Yafuna The trial for him was famine. Ya, magezi chige yasala. But what solution does he get? Magezi chige yasala. What solution does he make? He tells his wife let us run to to Egypt. Ibrahim nas Ibrahim naselengeta mu misiri okutula omo. Ibrahim magesige yasala Tuchetuina kusoko kweba za katona anti wadeno waliyo enjala na yate nsenda yali muchi So Abraham resorts to going to Egypt because there was famine in the land that he was dwelling in. We thank the Lord that he puts a place of refuge where Abraham You can see it very clearly from the scriptures that there was although there was this trial there was also a place to run to or for refuge. So Abraham decides to run to Egypt so that he can get help. So that he can get food. Tainago yebuzisako, teyebuzza katonda nayo okusala wokwe kuchi kulunji. So he does not ask anyone or inquire from God but he decides to go to Egypt which is a good decision. But then we see that fear crops into his life. He gets very anxious because of the situation. So as he is about to enter into the land of Egypt he then gets fear in his life. And this is seen in verse 11 and 12. Nalyo kagamba sala yimuchala wenti 
laba manyinga gori mukazi muchi okulaba yes. kale aba misiri bwe bali kulaba che bali vabogera anti oyo ye mukazi we era bali nzitanze na yegwe bali kuonya obulamu bwo verses 11 and 12 say when he was about to enter egypt he said to sarai his wife i know that you are a woman beautiful in appearance and when the egyptians see you they will say this is his wife then they will kill me but they will let you simanyi obokutya kuno kuva kuchi simanyi i do not know where this fear bases from or comes from but what we see is that Abraham's life is filled with fear. So when he fear crops into his life a which he can save his life. And this is what I think brought Abraham's fear. Ibrahim yajja masoge ku katonda ne bisubizo bya katonda natandiko kutunulira engeri jagendo kuteleza mwembera eyayegenda maso mu kiserecho. The problem is that Abraham's his promises and then he returns them to this circumstance and try to see how to best go through it. Kati atandiko kokole ebintu bye ngaye so he begins to do all his things in a human way. Kakati obwo insomogeza anti obulamu bwange mponyeza antia ebintu byange byenina. So think about this. He begins to question in his mind how will I serve myself and all the things that I have. Gunosigwe mulundi gwa Ibrahim okutambula nga ava munsi endala nga agenda munsi endala. This is not the first time we see Abraham move from one place to another. You remember very well the different places he was moving from. In all those incidences we'd never see Abraham saying there was fear because of something. So we see that Abraham in all those incidences where there is no fear, he keeps his focus on God and that helps him to go from place to place. But on this particular occasion when he moved and is about to enter Egypt, he did removes his focus from God and he focuses on how best to save his life era, and his beloved. So we see him saying we are going to Egypt and I know I, I know these people. I think he knows what they can do. It doesn't mean that the people in Egypt at this time were so wicked compared to all these places he had moved. The people in Egypt were as much wicked as those people from the places that he has he had visited. The only problem is that he shifts his focus from God. He then forgets the promises. But what covers his life at this moment is fear. And this is what one thing I learned from about fears. When someone is filled with fear in their life, they cannot trust God. They cannot trust God. Fear does not spring or come from God. And when a person is filled with fear in their lives, they cannot make the right decisions. Fear does not come from God. And a person cannot make a right decision when they are filled with fear. 
and they end up to not trusting the lord so to prove that let me show you what abraham this is what he says from verses 13 to 16 he says now you know what wife what you are going to do in this particular incident let us deceive. Let us lie. Let us deceive. So when we do that, they will not kill me and we shall live in peace. That means he's doing all these things in his carnal ways. Now let us look at what problem is in this decision that Abraham When we look at this passage and we look at the part where Abraham says let us deceive you see that he says tell them you're not my wife but rather you're my sister I was reading some commentaries and some people were saying he told the half truth and half a lie. Mm. So when you tell half a lie and a half truth, it's all, all a lie. So in that incident, Abraham deceived. Sarah was not his wife, but Sarah was his sister. Now let's see the problem that comes from that. Now these are the results of that. The first thing the problem, the problem with his decision is that he decides to neglect all his roles as a husband. So in that he's like declaring, I'm no longer a husband to you and he becomes a husband husband. chichi. <laughs> <laughs> So he becomes a very incompetent husband of mine. This is what he says or he means by doing that. He can no longer protect his wife Rather that it's the wife to protect him. So he decides to put aside every role, every responsibility that he has as a man and a husband to Sarah. He's no longer protecting his uh, wife. And in a way he's saying, for me to love you, maybe let me stop that so that I can save myself. Instead of thanking the Lord for giving him such a beautiful wife, he denounces him her publicly by saying you're no longer my wife from this moment. Instead of leading his wife into the way of righteousness, he rather lets her go into the way of the wicked. Please go into adultery. That's what he's saying. Ibrahim that is our Abraham oh, oh, oh. This is what the problem that is in the decision and the lie that he does. What amazes me most is this. 
and it also scares me at one If a person is so much filled with fear If you go to verse 16 As he had anticipated things to go is the same way they went Let's go to chapter 12 verse 16 Female donkeys and camels. You know what? Do you know what those things imply? The, those things we mean. So this is what Pharaoh does. He gets all those things as we have read them and he goes unto Abraham and says, "You said she's your sister? Okay, now get all the dowry price that we can." Get. Now let me ask what what is what is Abraham <laughs> demanding? What is he demanding because he has already received the dowry? That means that he has publicly denounced At least from a guilty conscience Abraham would have said please don't give me anything just take her but he decides to receive everything as it is given. For those that are in the Buganda culture, you know very well that No African culture. Yeah. In in African culture, you know very well that when you receive dowry from a person you do not go back and demand anything else. You've decided to give. So Abraham at this point could not turn back and say, here are all your things that you gave unto me. Please give me back my sister. He had already given up his wife. It is only when the wife decides let me return to my wife then Yes. I don't want you to forget that this was a Pharaoh's palace. It was not a, a palace where like the one of Buganda where the king doesn't have much control. But he was a king that had very much authority. It's like President Museveni when he goes on TV and decides to say, today we are having curfew and it happens. So, so this is what I want to see you to see in this that this person had authority and when he said something it would be done so Abraham could not revolt his decision before we continue let me talk to the men in this place men who are married in this place are we there? Even if you're facing any kind of hardship 
and it becomes so hard on you please never Jimilira ne muchala wo mumbera yona please stand with your wife in all that you go through Njagala osoko jukire twala ya mubulunji ne mubuchi Remember the vows that you made in in yes mubulunji ne muchi in goodness and in badness i don't know what they decide i'm not eh? married yeah so uh-huh. For better for worse thank you Nikwana janga bo Luganda yimirira ne muchala wo mumbera zonna So in all that you go through please stand with your wife Ndabye ka basajja ne baduka waliwo musajja omu muchala wo yazalo bwana musanvu Omusajja yakamba mama 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 akama kagabeleke kamu yaduke misinde Nava wakana agenda There is a particular couple I saw where the woman gave birth to seven kids at once and the husband ran away saying I can't handle this Yimiria ne muchala wo bena ne muchala wo mumbera zona okay So I want to tell you this in all situations please be with your wife stand with your wife Nina wana bagalo kufumbirwa abasumba I have my pastors of STC So So I want to encourage you when you become a pastor please stand with your wife in every situation. Don't say it's becoming too hard for me you run away from the church and from your responsibility. Are we together? The other thing Uh, the other problem that is in what Abraham had chosen as a decision China engerije chitisa tisamu nokulete ebibuzo kubisubizo byakatonda in a way it uh, bring brings questioning on god's promises chali chirete chibuzo Ibrahim bwabanga sala amuvuddeko akatonda anatu kirize ebisubizo bye It's like uh, in a way asking will God really fulfill his promises even when Sarah has gone away from Abraham. Okay? I want you to remember that God promised Abraham. As he made all these promises to him he did not beg them to him alone but with his wife Yesu ebisubizo bino tebija eri Ibrahimu yekka bijeri Ibrahimu ne muchala wani ne muchala we Sara All these promises do not come to Abraham alone but they come to Abraham and his wife Kakati ekibuzo kirinti ebisubizo bino binatu kirira obate bitu kirire So then the question becomes will these promises come to life or will they be fulfilled Obabiwedde kwakati omukazi bakozechi bamutute because now the wife has been taken my brethren please i want you to see this as it is about god's promises in what he had done it was bringing uh, in a way it was threatening. threatening god's promises to abraham thank you I want you to remember this. Katonda bwakole ekisubizo eri Ibrahimu. Yakikolanga aline muchala we Sara. When God made all the all these promises to Abraham, he was still with his wife Sarah. Sara bwaba muvuddeko kitegeza waliwe ekibuzo ekinene nnyo ekyetagiso okudibwamu. So when Sarah is now gone, then there become there comes a very uh, big question that must be answered. Mujukira bulunji nti You remember very well when uh, Abraham gives to a son through Hagar. Aitwa Ismail, the the son is called Ishmael. Katala yamugamba oyosiye mwana wechisubizo. Omwana wechisubizo yaino yaino kuberanga yagenda okusikira ebisubizo. So God tells Abraham that this is not the son of the promise but rather It's the son of the promise to any heritage. For God to make from Abraham a very great nation, the son had to come from him and his wife Sarah. 
we we shall go on to see what, how God responds to but before we see that I want to talk in particular to the pastor's wives. Are the pastor's wives in the building? If God has called your husband, he has called you too. Do not say and, and be like this pastoral is only for my husband because he's the one who has been called for me. I'll be at the side and do my own stuff. If you truly believe that God called your uh, husband he has also called you. That's why we see that uh, the promises of God to Abraham had to come through Abraham and his wife. Are we together? So I ask you and I implore you to help your husband to fulfill all those given, given responsibilities. Don't forget, that is why a wife will leave their father and mother and join to his wife and they become one I'm amazed at how Christianity does mathematics. When you get one husband and one wife and you join them together, they become one. They are not two. So know this, if God has called your husband, he has called you too. We are about to finish as we go to our last point. What amazed me and brought joy to my life about verse 17 is that verse itself. Verse 17. I don't know how yours begins. If you have an English Bible, most of them begin with but. Yes. There is a way this word but brings hope to us. Even when you are in a, a certain circumstance and you feel like all hope is gone and you feel like you've come to the end, whenever you see the word but, it brings hope. <laughs> The truth is that this word brings so much hope. It brings back whatever has gone wrong and it joins them together. So let us look at seven. seven. It says, but the Lord afflicted Pharaoh and his wife with great plagues because of Sarai, Abraham's wife. This is what I want you to see. When the situation has gone wrong, as Abraham, I don't know what he was doing, whether he was celebrating or he was worried. God comes and intervenes in this situation that has been. 
when he comes he comes in to intervene in the situation and he begins by judging saying Pharaoh, Pharaoh today you have been judged era bwa muba era bwa musalira omusango asalira mu asalira pharaoh omusango ne nyumba yeyona bible yegamba namukuba ebibonyo obonyo ne nyumba yeyona eyo yengerika no jasala mu omusango and when this judgment comes it does not come to pharaoh alone but it comes to pharaoh and all of his household that is what we see he brings great place Techitubulira bibonyo obonyo beyakozesa ngabe ya ngabe yakola mu kitabo kyokuva bwabitubulira This particular passage does not show us the particular plagues that God brings onto uh, Abraham as he did in the book of Exodus with the Israel. No lesonge yo simanyi obama yute gasuka mu nyumba ya Pharaoh nange simanyi I do not know whether it was Mabag Simanyi obabyali bikerenga byali bibukira bukira buli wogenda buli wotuko sanga kikere mu nyumba kuna mulondo buli wa mubikere nange simanyi chichi cyari kigenda maso mu nyumba no the plague was frogs where, where they would fill the whole house and everywhere you go you just find them there Simanyi cyari kigenda maso ne bible yetugambye katonda yavayo nayingira mu mbera eno nasalira falawo omusango kurasala I'm not sure of the particular plagues that come but this I'm sure that God comes and intervenes in this situation. Notice what the Bible says. It says Sarai Abraham's wife. This means that omusajjono falao yachanakukwata kumukazono. That means that uh, Pharaoh had not touched this wife. It, it means that he was as she had entered pure. It means that when uh, even though Sarai enters the palace and becomes like a wife to Pharaoh he still she still say, stays abraham's wife njaka no so called to nulire yibulo musajjona falawa ita ibrahim na mugamba naye wachi wanimbye lwachi te wayogedda mazima lwachi te wangambye ntiono mukaziwo so simwanyoko wagenderede cyo kunimba so up the pharaoh calls abraham and he asks him this question why did you lie to me why did you deceive to me that Sarai is your sister instead of your wife. And what he says get your wife and go. This is what I want us to see that when God promises he fulfills. God is very faithful to his promises. He promised Ngenda kufule gwange dene. He promised Abraham that I will make you a great nation. Yasubiza ngenda kuwa mukisa. He promised that he will give him blessings. Naba nakukolimira ngenda bakolimira. And to those that dishonor you I will cast. Chichechili mu nyumba ya Farao. Now what is in Pharaoh's house? Mikisabikolimo. Is that a blessing or a curse? Mikisabikolimo. Is it a blessing the or a curse? Zisibahurira. Waliwo katondo omwesigwa ajuddo obwesigwa agenda kubera omwesigwa emirembe jonna there is a there is god and god is faithful throughout the ages to his promises obwesigwa bwa katonda god is faithful te bwesiga makukukiriza kwa fe does not base on our Remember when Abraham last prayed it was in verse 7 and verse 8 Now he's doing 
things in his own world. But that does not remove the fact that Whether you pray or you don't, he will remain faithful. Whether you trust him or you do not, he will remain faithful. This is what I want you to see. Abraham makes two things. What, the first thing is that he has lied and sinned. And the next is that he has made a very wrong decision. But that does not remove the fact that God will remain faithful to his promises. That is the God that we serve. That is the God that I serve. In all my failures and weaknesses, he remains faithful. Paul tells us that even when we are faithless, he remains faithful. We can also read that in 2 Timothy 2.13. We can read this. We can know this. Do you know the God that you serve? No, it is a question. This oh, is a... Do you really know the God that you are serving? Oh, Do you know the God that you believed? Do you know how much you sin and fail in the eyes of this God? Let me tell you, brothers and sisters, you make so many mistakes in this life. You make so various mistakes as you are walking on. You make bad decisions, but they don't take away the faithfulness of my God. I beg you. Will you please wake up every day and be faithful to the God of the heavens, the righteous king? What can separate you from this faithful God? What is that? You may come and say that, Pastor, you do not know how much poverty I have at home. You do not know how I suffer at my home. You do not know how my children are sold. You even don't know how our road is filled with potholes. Is that that really what is going to separate you from the people. So then one can separate me from my God. I will stick to him because I did not call myself, but he called me and he is faithful to keep all his promises. You see what is in this book. You see what is in this book. There are so many that promises that came to be fulfilled. And there are so many promises that have not yet been fulfilled. But this I'm sure he will fulfill all of them. Because he is faithful. Let us pray. Webale nyo kabaka wabaka kabaka era katondo mwesigwa
Thank you, King of Kings and our faithful God. Today we look at Abraham as a man that is faithful and who loves you. A man who obeys you. But he reaches a point and he fails. But Lord, you do not leave him even when he fails. You come and pick him up and comfort him. And you again guide him and guide your promises to come to fulfillment as you have And Lord, we are sure of this and we believe that all the promises will come to fulfillment. And Lord, we walk on and on as we journey through this life, waiting and asking ourselves, when will they come to pass? When will they come to pass? Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters that may be facing a lot of hardship that seems to be out of their control. Lord, may you please help them to make a right decision and walk in your way. Lord, that they will continue to go on glorifying you and walking in your way through their lives. Lord, you are so faithful. And our David says that all those patriarchs and all the people that we see, they saw your faithfulness because you remained faithful to them. Lord, may you lead us for your glory. Lord, may you help us that our hope and trust shall be in you and in you alone. We pray all this in the mighty name of